Rick Manning from Americans for Limited Government, our guest on the Crosstalk on the uh, this morning. The conversation, Rick, first of all, thanks for talking with us about whether or not Biden's blunders are actual blunders or is it, uh, you know, the Biden administration's attempt to keep Hunter's laptop out of the news by saying something like Putin needs to be removed from office. And we'll spend a week talking about that instead. Wow. Um, if that if that hypothesis is true, that's even more cynical than I am. Um, the um, wow, I hadn't I hadn't thought of that. I, I, it has that effect, uh, sure. whether it's the intended effect. I listen. When the president of the United States declares, while on the border of a war zone, that the enemy in the war zone, and let's be clear what it is. Um, Needs cannot retain power at the end of the conflict. He's not exactly sending out peace peace single symbols. Right. He's not uh, he's not providing an environment where you can come to an agreement. He's actually daring the person, in this case Putin, to destroy every city in Ukraine because he says that with full knowledge. President says that in full knowledge that you know he's said he's not going to go in um, to do anything about it. Now, if you wanted to make a, the irony on this is, at the same time, the same president is making a deal with the mullahs in Iran who oppress their people, who have a, who have a massively disastrous civil rights record, and who have been, shall we say, less than uh, forthcoming in terms of their ability, their willingness to run an egalitarian society. Um, they've, att- they've run terrorist operations all over the world. We've funded those terrorist operations by giving them money. And so he says Putin must go, but the mullahs can stay. I'm, I don't like Putin, but truthfully, I like the mullahs less. Yeah, so we got lots of change if that's uh, if that was going to be the Biden uh, doctrine, we are going to facilitate change with all the uh, countries that have leadership that we don't like. Uh, let's bring conversation home for a minute. Uh, a little more realistic, maybe. Kevin McCarthy said, uh, in an election, you have to tell the American people what you'll do for them if you get the majority. So why isn't the GOP uh, got a plan for 2023? Republicans, in my opinion, I think yours as well. I think you said this. Uh, talked all. They still talk about uh, uh, decertifying, eliminating, killing, crushing, throwing away uh, uh, President uh, Obama's uh, Obamacare, health care. But they, they, uh, you know, I'm sorry. Let's let's cancel it, and then we'll talk about what replacing. No American voter is going to fall for that baloney. Give me a plan, or forget it. Well, what they learned by the Obamacare fight was not that they should have had a plan. What they learned is they shouldn't have promised to kill it. Um, and, you know, that's a it, here's the challenge. Okay? It's very simple. The left knows what they want to do and they say what they want to do. Universal health care. They want to have they, they talk about all these lofty socialist ideals. And the right basically comes in and says, Okay, well, we're not going to do anything worse to the country than what you just what you just did, and we'll basically stay in place and maybe do some tax cuts. And 
because ultimately the people who I mean many of the people who lead the conserv- the so-called conservative side are more interested in power than they are in actually accomplishing anything and they don't really want to have a mandate or a consensus to move forward with an agenda because then they can be held accountable and it's um, I, I hate to say that but that is um, my observation I haven't seen any evidence to the contrary, and as a result, um, until they're in a prove-it situation for me. Um, and I'm not saying come out with a contract for, for America. I mean, uh, I've been, I was in meetings where they're talking about stuff like that, and every single one of them said, I have to have an 80% positive rating in a poll. So that's not really doing anything. If it's 80% in the polls, it's like pablum and stuff they won't do anyway, sort of like, uh, let's do term limits. Yeah, but we need two thirds. We need two thirds votes to get term limits. This constitutional amendment, and you'll never get it. Oh, but we're going to say we're going to get term limits, and then we'll vote. We won't succeed. Right. So, you know, so eighty percent is interesting. Um, tell me what you're going to do that matters. Don't tell me what you're going to do that everybody is going to clap you on the back for trying. And then I'll have some faith in you. And quite honestly, we have to uh, elect people who are going to tell, who are going to do something, come to Washington with that intent, and as a result. Um, we end up with a – we move the ball forward and in some way, shape, or form to try to make the country more free. Yeah, talk to me about something you can actually do when you get in office that you can improve a thing or two when you get in office as opposed to vote for me, elect me, support me, and when I get in office, I won't make it worse. Yeah, uh, Rick Manning, thank you very much as always. Uh, the conversation is brief and uh, informative and interesting, and I will certainly be calling you back so we can talk again. In the meantime, sadly, I got to go. Rick Manning from Americans for Limited Government. By the way, getliberty.org if you want to read any of Rick and many others' uh, opinions on a wide variety of topics.